0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is the end of the ninth week after Pentecost. This week, we have been directing our attention to the Gospel reading for this weekend, a reading in which Jesus teaches his disciples to read the sign of the times. Our theme for this week is Jesus' disciples know what time it is, we begin our time of prayer in silence. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke, chapter 12, verses 57 through 59. Jesus said, And why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? Thus, when you go with your accuser before a magistrate, on the way make an effort to reach a settlement, or you may be dragged before the judge, and the judge hand you over to the officer, and the officer throw you in prison. I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the very last penny. penny. This week, we've listened to Jesus teach his disciples to read the signs of the times. And it is the sign of Jesus himself, the sign of the incarnation of God's presence in the world that is to be most revealing for them. And what Jesus says, what Jesus does, Jesus' is calling of them, all of these are signs of what God is doing in the world. So now is the time, now that Christ is here, when God is keeping God's promise to forgive the sins of the world, to set human beings free from the power of sin, death, and the devil, so that we can worship God and serve as stewards of God's good and abundant creation, A creation that soon will be renewed, even as Christ has been raised from the dead. And it is that, the cross, that will break the powers of sin and death, bringing us new life and peace with God. That is the time that the disciples and that we are living in. So Jesus closes this section by telling us that this current age is like the time before heading to trial. We are headed to court. Judgment is looming. But there is still time to reach an agreement with our accuser along the way, to forge a reconciliation. Jesus advises all who can hear him to accept the terms being offered by the Heavenly Father to settle this dispute right now, here in his presence, with the gift of life that he brings. Otherwise, the judgment will go against them, and we will find ourselves forever indebted and unforgiven. Of course, this is a figure of speech, it's an illustration, meaning to teach us about Jesus and the time that we're in. God's judgment is coming, and yet God is making appeal through Christ Jesus to forgive our sins and to restore us into that covenant with God. To follow Jesus, to believe in his name, to trust in his word and the power of life that he brings is to accept the terms of this new covenant of Jesus' blood. That is the time that we are in, and that is the offer that is before us right now. So how is it that we in this world will respond? Well, for us, the Holy Spirit, our Advocate, has led us to accept this offer, and in our baptism, we have been joined to Jesus in his death and in his resurrection, and we've been led to his table where we've been fed with his body and blood, and we've come to find peace with God, and our human life is promised healing. And restoration. So now in Christ we await the fullness of God's kingdom and we do not fear the judgment since our sin has been set aside for Jesus' sake. This is God's good and generous and gracious offer, an offer that has come to us with God's own great sacrifice and through tremendous suffering. But it is God's deepest desire, God's deep love for us, that we, the creatures God loves so deeply, are once again in fellowship with him. In worship this weekend, we will once again, once more, receive generously and graciously from God's love for us, and and we will have a chance to respond in praise and prayer, in joy and thanksgiving, that we have been made once again God's people in Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham For the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness. For the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus the living Lord. Especially we pray for the church of Jesus Christ in every land. For those who govern the nations of the world for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray tonight? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and all danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.